Welcome back to another audio podcast from the Line Movers Network. As always, thank you for joining us today. You can check out all of our content on thelinemovers.net. Be sure to follow along on Twitter at the underscore LM Network for all your up-to-the-minute gambling needs. We appreciate your continued support. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another week on the PGA Tours Putting for Dough podcast presented by the Line Movers Network. It's Ian Robbins back with you after a successful week last week at the Genesis. We had a nice 70-1 taken on Joaquin Neiman, who took the tournament by winning wire-to-wire, wire, first wire-to-wire wire winner I can remember in a long time, just absolutely dominated the Riv out west in L.A., Congratulations to Neiman. He's been on the brink. He's somebody that wrote about as a potential breakout star. And this is one of the big time tournaments, big, one of the bigger purses, great field that we had. And Neiman is just settling into a really nice season. Was coming in with great form off a top 10 finish out, out uh, overseas, a really talented player in that really young wave of just great, great all around players, no matter the conditions. And he just took it out by storm. We saw an absolutely stacked leaderboard, Colin Morikawa, Vic, Victor Hovland, number two and three players in the world, right on his heels. Uh, John Rahm struggled a little bit, uh, very surprisingly, actually. He finished outside the top 20, T21 for the first time in a long time for Rahm. Uh, maybe be hopefully a little forgotten about down the road, but I doubt that'll happen. Uh, Scotty Scheffler had a nice move again. Justin Thomas was right there in the final, in the mix at the end. And a surprise in the top of the leaderboard might have been Cam Young. Kemuel was late entry into this tournament. He's coming off a two-win season on the Corn Ferry, Corn Ferry Tour. Got his promotion. The PGA Tour has been very strong. Plays tough course as well. A big, strong player. Has nice touch. Uh, pretty good putter. A couple mistakes in some out, in and out of some bunkers. They probably cost him a little bit. But Kemuel really stood strong. He's been very, very good. Definitely someone we keep an eye on. His price is coming back a little bit more reasonable, but I still think he's a very talented player. He won on the Corn Ferry Tour. And to be thought about as, as some of the better players just ready for that breakout. But Joaquin Neiman, amazing weekend. Great job. Congratulations. Always nice cash a ticket, especially on 70 to 1. Nice little 6 to 1 nugget in there with top South African Dylan Fratelli. And Fratelli plays the tougher fields a little bit better. He was also a pretty, very good around the greens player. Just part of a handicap Fratelli finishing the top South African. Nice 6 to 1 price there. That was probably a bad number in DraftKings that we were able to take advantage of. Well, let's move on. Going to the Honda Classic into the Florida Swing. This is actually the Honda Classic. was actually a tournament I grew up in my hometown. It started out now. It's moved the PGA National Golf Course in Palm Beach County, Florida. A very common uh, living spot for a lot of these players. And we transition over to the East Coast to the Florida Swing, back to Bermuda Greens. Some windy conditions. A lot of water, a lot of bunkers, water and bunkers. PGA National, the Honda Classic plays as the toughest non-major tournament on tour. Uh, this field isn't as strong, that's for sure. A little bit stronger than it was last year, but certainly not as strong. We'll see a lot of players in their first tournament in the PGA Tour, players who play uh, played a little bit in Europe, didn't play the California Swing, come over, start in the Florida Swing, get ready for the players, and uh, eventually Augusta in just over a month. Um, so we'll see a couple of debut from guys like Tommy Fleetwood, Shane Lowry, uh, Danny Willett, Louis stays in making his second start of the season. A lot of these players who are based out of Europe, they 
they live in Florida during the summer, during uh, during the golf season. So they wait for the Florida swing to make their return. So let's talk about what we got. Well, hard golf course. All right, hard golf course at PGA National. Redesigned by Jack Nicklaus. See a lot of bunkers, a lot of water. So we're trying to put an emphasis on scrambling, bunker save ability. The water in play kind of takes your hand out of uh, any advantages, long drivers or accurate hitters hit because you're forced to play the ball to certain spots. So it's hard to hit the fairway as it is, but you're forced to play the ball to certain spots, which means that when you're hitting the ball out of certain spots, you can only, you can only hit it as far because you have to avoid the water. So some people take risks. The problem is when you take risks is the wind can come up. And when the wind plays a factor, well, that just throws a whole bunch of, into the equation because with water surrounding the greens, you, you lay up in some wind, you got to find, your ball's going to go swimming, which is going to cause some penalties. So you see very tough scoring conditions here. It's not an extremely long course. You're looking at a, at a par 70, 7,100 yards. Plays a little bit longer because of the wind uh, and also because of the forced layups. But we're looking for scrambling ability around the greens. Some long iron plays. So you're going to see a lot of mid-long irons because of the um, positioning, pin positioning. So we're looking at players with that. The course history is not as predictive as it was at some of our past, our past courses here. But we're going to look at players who play well in Florida, players who play well on Bermuda, players who play well in tough scoring conditions, and players, most importantly, I think, and this, this season has really been an eye-opener to that, is players who are in good form. It wasn't a surprise to see Neiman win. It hasn't been a surprise to see anybody win. It wasn't a surprise to see Scotty Scheffler win the week before. Really, nobody has snuck up on a win. Players have been playing well, working their way up, putting themselves at the top of leaderboards, and eventually coming up top. Tom Hoagie, same thing. All right, players who are playing near the top of the leaderboards week after week after week are finding themselves in positions to win. So that's what we're trying to look for, players in that kind of good form. So what does the top of the board look like? Sanjay M, makes sense, former champion here at Honda. Great, great scrambler, great around green player, former champion in great form, had a little bit of a mishap in his round three, came back strong in round four, finished in the top 25 once again. Louis Oosthuizen, maybe one of the best players, tough course player, plays the U.S. Open so well, great win player, great around the green, great on the green. Joaquin Neiman, defending champion, at, at champion from last week, played well here, Daniel Berger. Hometown course. He is from Palm Beach County. He knows this course, plays best on Bermuda. You know, the, he's probably the best player in this field right now. Brooks Kepka probably could be the other argument for the second best. Uh, Brooks has won here before. You know, we, of course, it's the motivation factor. We saw him play well as outing in the last time at Phoenix as a former champion. Brooks will maybe be a little value there. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood plays this course great. Uh, a tremendous win course player, tremendous hard course player, always plays the U.S. Open stuff. He's actually found some form in Europe. And that's something Tommy struggled last year. He lost the PGA Tour card. He really struggled. He's playing here. He wants, he, he needs that, looking for that first win on the PGA Tour. And, uh, you know, did find a little form in Europe. So maybe Tommy is a guy who could sneak up on you. His odds are a little bit higher than his DraftKings price, though. So the value on DraftKings may be, may be a little bit more than his his outright odds market, put it that way. They're pretty, pretty expensive on Tommy. Billy Horschel's another guy. Horschel's been playing great. He's been at the top of leaderboards. He's coming to his home state. 
plays best from Bermuda, on Bermuda. Such a tough player, hard course player, scrambles well. Uh, you know, Horschel's a, a guy that I think does present a little bit of value. Maybe my favorite play of this week is going to be expensive, but Keith Mitchell. Mitchell's a former champion here. He's one great Bermuda player, great short game player, you know, great off the tee player. Mitchell's been in the position to win lately. He's been in the top tens. He's been in the top twenties, catching nice tickets for us in that on the West coast wing comes in really good form. Looks like he's really close to winning and now coming back to familiar course, a place he's won, won in the playoff. You know, maybe Mitchell can meet. It's going to be the, the most expensive price that you could see. But Mitchell may be worth it. This is the this is the spot. It doesn't, you know, this is the spot where we've seen a trend this year of guys around the leaderboard playing well, hitting the ball well, playing well. Keith Mitchell's the first guy off there. Another guy who fits that bill, Aaron Wise. After missing the cut as kind of a chalky play two weeks ago, comes back last week, makes the cut, kind of redeems himself. He was a big time favorite midway through. This tournament last year had an absolute horrid, dreadful third round, eight over par after having the six-shot lead going to the third round, uh, opened the door for Matt Jones to dominate his way to victory. But Aaron Wise is a guy, again, who was playing well, fits, plays this plays this course well, maybe forgotten about, maybe watch his finishing position, forget that he had that six-shot lead going into the fourth round last year. Maybe for Aaron Wise on the comeback, I think his price is actually a little bit more affordable. Uh, another guy's been playing pretty well who fits these metrics, Brian Harmon. All right, Harmon plays at East Coast. He's from, he went to Georgia, uh, lefty, really gets himself out of trouble, plays well around the greens. Uh, not the longest hit in the world, but he's been playing well as well. And, uh, you know, so we'll look for him a little bit too, maybe with a Jack, DraftKings value, some top 30 value there. Uh, let's see, look, a couple of the lesser known names. One bigger name who has not played on the PGA Tour yet yet Shane Lowry Lowry former major champion winner Lowry hasn't been playing great overseas but uh he's a really really good player at a sand and that's going to be a really big strength for him he does live in Florida where he plays on the PGA tour he is a top-notch player he does present some value I think he's more of a betting option than a, than a DraftKings option let's look at a couple names either from the Corn Ferry tour or from overseas and and this is where I like to play the board Look to get talent, players who are undervalued based on their talent. We saw last week with Joaquin even no way he should have been 70 to 1 in really any field. We got a little lucky there. But players who have the talent worldwide as winners, whether it be on the Corn Ferry, uh, the World Tour, or others, but not yet have that price caught up to where they are. So Christian Bazane, who you're going to hear a lot about him, talked about him before, really good short game player, really good putter on Bermuda. Um you know, if he puts together his ball striking with his putting, he'll be a threat to win. Really good, tough course player. Taylor Moore. Moore's been in the top leaderboards. Really good pedigree off the Corn Ferry Tour. Super talented player. Is better on these tougher, shorter courses. Moore's a guy who's been playing really, really well to open up his PGA Tour career. Another guy coming over. More of a veteran name, Ian Poulter. I think there is value on Ian, Ian Poulter coming through. Just want to throw that name in there. Another name we talked about from the Corn Ferry Tour, Grayson Sig. Again, fits the bill of a short game play of a shorter short game player. Very good touch around the greens. Not the biggest hitter, so he's that's going to be neutralized a little bit. He's played well. Grayson Sig is a guy to look at, especially for making the cut. 
couple players from overseas. Number one, Nikolai Hoshgard, one of the Hoshgard twins. 20-year-old has won three times in the world tour, including a victory a couple weeks ago. Hoshgard maybe is one of the five most talented players in this golf course. And that alone leads me to land on him for our bet. He might not be the best drafting play because he's an up and down player. He's a boomer bust player. He's a win or not make the cut. He is looking to make a splash over in the PGA tour. And this is a decent field ahead. It's not a WGC field. It's not a majors field. It's a pretty even field. And he is just so smooth. He is such a good ball striker. He's really good. The wind might come into play, play a little bit. He actually did win. The, the course had some nice wins that he played in the Middle East and in a desert course earlier this year, but he's won. He, he, he's a winner on a high-level tour. And Nikolai Hoshgard definitely got to look at, especially the betting market. More for DraftKings play, Aaron Rye. Aaron Rye is definitely one of our favorites. He's consistently been making the cut. Plays better the tougher the courses get. Has won at some of these tougher opens. Won the Scottish Open worldwide. Aaron Rye, uh, the wind picks up. Definitely look for Aaron Rye to step up his game as well. Another guy who who's, could be sneaky in the wind here, Lucas Herbert. He's won on the PGA Tour. He's won on the World Tour. And he is severely undervalued in the betting market. We just saw him win at the Bermuda. It was a winning condition course. A lot of water, a lot of wind, Bermuda greens. Herbert has won. His, his talent reigns supreme. If that wind is in the forecast, Herbert's definitely got to be backing here. So what are we looking for in this course? Well, we're looking for players who are in great form. We mentioned some, a couple others we'll talk about. I'll well, write about Russell Knox, probably a safe DraftKings play. Uh, plays actually this course very well. A lot of players making their debuts in the PGA Tour. Guys like Tommy Fleetwood, Danny Willett, who's a great win player, former Masters champion. Uh, Shane Lowry, guys who've been playing well in recent good form. Keith Mitchell. One to speak of, especially uh, Louis stays in off his second start. Sanjay Im in great form. Billy Horschel in great form. Cameron Young in great form. Aaron Wise in great form, long-term form as well. And then just talented, talented players who maybe still have a little bit of value. Taylor Moore, Christian Zadenhut, Nikolai Hojgaard, Aaron Ryan, Grayson Sig. So, again, similar names, names that I think will eventually pop or get close to get close. But again, we're going to keep attacking. A weaker field gives more opportunity. A harder course puts emphasis on the better, more talented players. So we'll see how the win plays. We'll see how the course plays. Honda should be a great tournament. And one that we could have a lot of movement in play, especially if those wins pick up in the weekend. Aaron Weiss had a six-shot lead going to round three last year. Lost by a mile to Matt Jones. So some movement there. So it should be a fun tournament. Hopefully another winning week here at the Line Movers Network. And this is Ian Robbins. Best of luck on your place. That's all for now. Until next time, be sure to check out our video podcasts as well on our website. If you have any questions or requests, send them our way at the underscore LM Network Twitter page or visit the contact page at thelinemovers.net. Thanks for listening and all your support.